Welcome to the Player vs. Entertainment Podcast. I am your host, Sean Snyder. And I am Tucker Gray. Today on Episode 5, we'll be talking about the Xbox Games Showcase, where we will share our thoughts, opinions, and our witty banner on some of the games that they uh, showed off. So stay tuned, and uh, hope you enjoy. Um... Yeah, Xbox Games Showcase. Uh, what'd you think? So overall, yeah. So I watched it before you did. I don't know what you were mm-hmm. doing, but yeah, I I missed it by a couple hours. I don't remember what I was doing, but yeah, I hopped on when when I first jumped onto IGN's live showcase on YouTube. It was just a bunch of boomers that were talking into the mic, and I really, really didn't want to hear what they had to say because they're boring and so i hop back to the beginning and i kind of skipped through a couple of them but i mostly really really wanted to watch the halo one and anything else basically everybody was watching it just so they can see the halo released information so that was the that was the first thing that we got but we'll talk about that towards the end of the podcast and the the games that i were most excited for from seeing this is avowed and fable just because fable is a it is such an important game from the last or two generations ago from the xbox 360 generation i don't remember if it was on playstation 2 or 3 i think it may have been but just seeing that it was just most it was pretty much just a a pop-up or a cinematic, but that was that that was super fun to to see that, and watching the avowed little demo that they had really really got me interested in that game because I just saw pretty much just Skyrim with better graphics. Did they have a demo? I thought it was just a little reveal trailer. Well, it was a reveal trailer, but at the it wasn't a game demo. But at the end, you saw he held a sword in his right hand and he was using magic with his left hand. And oh. immediately, I got the feels of Skyrim being able to shoot fire at your left hand and then holding a sword or uh, or whatever in your right hand. Yeah, no, let's jump into that one. Um, yeah, Avowed looked really cool. I thought that the uh, the trailer that they showed was really really well done it looked really good um and then yeah just like that last scene where like your the character stands up and yeah holds up holds out the sword and then holds out the magic like in the other hand like that was um it looked really cool it got me pretty excited um and obsidian is known for uh making some pretty good uh rpg games well what i was Uh, thinking is obsidian really beat bethesda into making a better looking elder scrolls game because for now it's been nine years since since skyrim and everybody's been asking for elder scrolls 6 right but we haven't seen anything except for one teaser and we don't know how far that game's out from development and so being able to being able to see this and if it's and if it's really similar first person type combat with similar to skyrim or oblivion and they just they may bring better storyline to it and just just being able to showcase something like that you're definitely going to get a lot of people who are going to jump the 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 gun on this game just because it looks like an elder scrolls game and they're itching to to play another one of those i know that i am yeah no for same here like i mean yeah, I mean the fact that it's been yeah nine years right since Skyrim and like they keep milking it just kind of like Rockstar is doing GTA Five, um, like it's time that they need to they need to start showing some stuff, giving people a little bit more of a taste because I think for sure like when Avowed comes out like people are gonna one hundred percent dive into this game because yeah like you said I'm, people are itching for that 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 play style that that storyline that open world kind of environment, um. Definitely and the immersion too. Online. The what? That, that was something that I found myself doing in Skyrim. It's just being immersed in the game without even having to go through the main storyline. 
going through oh, side, yeah. going through side quests. I I thoroughly enjoyed going through side quests in in Skyrim just because sometimes you would get crazy storylines with the companions or um, with the 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 brotherhood. You you'd get some you'd get some really really you get more enjoyment out of some some side quests than you would out of the main story. I would think. Yeah. Oh yeah. You could definitely get lost doing like whatever in that game and it was always great <laughs> you always enjoyed it you know lost so, in the sauce yeah just lost in the sauce man in the skyrim sauce but hopefully like first impression of avowed is it looks good um hopefully as more stuff comes out it's just that that feeling that they gave everybody right showing it off hopefully that people that just continues to grow as people get more hyped for this game based off of how they reveal new information and trailers and demos and stuff like that mm-hmm but uh yeah no i was uh that's the high on my list based off of just the reveal trailer and then it can either either stay there or it'll go down based off of what they reveal from here on out i'm hopeful yeah no same here um what else i mean they the, the xbox showcase i mean they showed a lot what that's uh oh jack black psychonauts 2 what <laughs> yeah when i saw him singing at the beginning i was really really confused but because you know my thoughts were oh they're bringing someone else into the video games and then they brought in the the trailer for psychonauts which looked super trippy basically just yeah i, I mean i don't know what to compare it to but it was it, it looks pretty trippy and just to hear jack back jack black's voice in the in the background was pretty pretty funny to me Oh, it made it so much more amazing. Just Jack Black involved in anything, like one, I think it's just gonna add a whole other layer to it. Um, he's a pretty unique individual <laughs> when it comes to stuff yeah. like that. But I don't know, like I mean, watching the trailer, it was like a cartoony, psychedelic, like on drugs looking kind of game. Um, but like it reminded me of like. Uh, like old N64 games. I never played the first Psychonauts, but watching the trailer and the the you know the little showcase that they showed, like it reminded me of like Banjo Kazooie, uh, or Spyro or Crash Bandicoot, right? Like it's like that kind of style of game. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I was just as shocked to hear Jack Black um involved, but uh. I read on IGN though that uh, I guess that he's good pals with uh, Double Fine, who's the creator for Psychonauts. Uh, Tim Schafer, Jack Black, and him are pretty good friends. And apparently, ever since they, uh, I think, announced Psychonauts two back in 2017 or 2018, it's been a while since there's been anything else on it. Um, I mean, Jack Black has said that he was, you know, he was involved in it. Um, and I think it's just more than just them showing like this trailer, right? I think he's. He's more involved in the game, whether it's the whole soundtrack or maybe he has a character. Um, I couldn't really find anything on that, but I think having Jack Black is definitely going to add a whole uh, additional layer that'll make it fun and crazy. But I think people will love it. The The best thing that I got from this showcase was that all of the games that they... There were, I think... 26 ish games that they announced and all these games would be on the xbox game pass yes yeah they did say that they said that all of them are going to be on it which is i mean which is going to sell xbox so many consoles oh absolutely um and if not consoles i mean the game pass itself right for people who play on pc um if people don't have the game pass now i mean they will after all these games are coming out right yeah um as long as they keep yeah they keep adding to that library on there people are going to dive into it and they're going to want to commit which is great for microsoft Mm -hmm. but i don't know i'm excited i i like i said i never played the first psychonauts but i'm kind of excited for uh the second one and I have no problem saying it's because of Jack Black's involvement that I'm interested and excited for it. So I'm uh, I'm interested to see it as more information comes out on it. Um, what else they'll reveal? Do you even and, know what the, uh, the story is of 
basically what the plot of the game is? The first one or this one? Just overall. I think all I read was that he finds a brain and then like in the trailer and then he jumps into the brain. <laughs> like that's all I was able to figure out or know anything about it. I know very little about the Psychonauts world, so hmm. I don't know if there's more context from the first game, but uh yeah, I have no idea. So I'm just excited to figure that out too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Next, what what's next? We've got Crossfire. I know very little about this. Um, they didn't really get much information. Yeah, and I'm not familiar with Crossfire already. Uh, the research I had found out was, like I said, it was like an online first-person shooter, kind of like uh, Counter-Strike. Um and it looks like it's just they're making a campaign for it uh like a like a single player console game right uh i'm assuming they'll be multiplayer as well but they're they really showcase the the story arc right in the in the showcase yeah um, and it, it was a it was a gameplay trailer so not gameplay but uh the they some right. companies usually release two different types of trailers they'll do cinematic trailers and they'll do gameplay trailers where gameplay trailers is what you're gonna get really close to when you actually play the game as far as graphics and the cinematics is something that your your console can never achieve in its lifetime. Yes. And so just just watching the, the trailer that they had, it it gave me a lot of a a battlefield feel to it as far as the graphics and just the, the dark firefights and seeing tracer bullets flying everywhere um yeah i'm i'm interested in, into seeing i don't i don't know if this is strictly going to be a campaign or if they're going to go into multiplayer we'll see i don't i, I mean is it is this going to be a con- competitor to battlefield in call of duty who knows yeah i could see it i mean if um i mean like i said if it's already an online first person shooter right uh kind of like counter-strike um at least that's what i had read um so I mean, if it's uh, coming to console like that, like well, if I haven't heard of it, it's probably not that popular. I mean, Counter Strike is the most, one of the most popular online first-person shooters. Right. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. I mean, I could see it. Uh, it looked. I mean, the story that they showed, right? Like the characters and the way it looked. Like it looked really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like a very well done first-person shooter, just based off the trailer. Um. Yeah. So I mean, as more as more stuff gets revealed, I'm excited to kind of look into it. But I think this is one that I could be interested in when it comes out. Um, I don't know. I'm hopeful for this one. I think we'll just have to see what kind of what uh, what comes next. Um, yeah, they I got. Think... Uh, oh, good. Well, I was gonna say. I mean, what we got next is Fable. As yeah, I would the... say that last main i would say games that they released other than some indie games but yeah i would say that this uh even though it was just like a a trailer that just simply announced that there was going to be a fable game uh i think this would i would put there on the hype with uh halo right like this is a game that's been around since 2004 like it's an an iconic game for sure yeah and um I I did not grow up playing the Fable games. Um, I was not allowed to play the Fable games for a very good reason. Yeah, yeah they are pretty mature. Um, that I was just the same reason I couldn't play them either. But um, yeah, I knew friends that did. Um, they liked them. I mean, the games seemed like pretty good. Um, I mean, from what I've from what I've read and and heard from people talking, that this is this is the most you'll get out of an RPG game. Yeah, that's why I had her too. And yeah. uh, I don't know. I mean, I think that the the world that it looks like it's in, like a, it looks like a what, like a Lord of the Rings kind of like a midi, like a Middle Earth kind of vibe, real fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. Um, I uh, think that I will probably use this game as a way to get into the Fable series. Um, if they if they put the fable games on the xbox pass too like the old ones or if they remaster them or anything like that i'll dive in the, into those too um yeah but this is a series i would like i definitely like to get into because it was one that i missed out on you know growing up so um, i think fable 2 was the most popular of the three uh, i wouldn't know and i'll take your word for it oh no 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 
wait, uh, these are just from different reviews, but some people say Fable 3, some people say Fable 2, but regardless, yeah, people are, uh, I'll be very excited to play this upcoming game. I don't know how mature it's going to be compared to the other ones, but still, regardless, I do enjoy RPG games and anyone that comes out, such as, I mean, Avowed or Fable, I'm ready to hop into it. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, this one's kind of up there with, it's been 10 years, right? Since like the third game came out in 2010. Um, so I don't know if this was like, if people just kind of died off, like it just kind of like, you know, it just kind of got forgotten about. And then like, somebody's like, Hey, let's just start, let's kick off a new fable game. Or if this was always the plan, I don't, I don't know. Um, but 10 years in the run, that's a long time to wait for a game. Um, Except now it feels like it's kind of the norm when it comes to the big series, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm gonna. I'm very hopeful for this game, and I'm gonna use it as uh, as my end into the Fable series. Yeah, doing a little bit of quick research, Fable Two, people are saying is is the best one out of the three. So uh, next we got Grounded. This was just T. Well, it wasn't T's, but they. I, I thought it was funny how they did the trailer, how if you wanted the biggest game of of 2020, then they alluded to Cyberpunk, which I have... I was super confused as to why they went towards Cyberpunk, probably just because they were playing with the 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 hype and thought it would be funny to, to do that and then go straight to smallest game <laughs> as a wordplay because Grounded is basically... Grounded it is basically Honey I Shrunk My Kids. Yeah. Uh, honey I Shrunk the Kids in a video game. Yeah. I mean it's what it's a survival game, right? In the backyard. Yeah, the premise of it is you're you basically wake up and you're shrunk behind you are a bunch of is basically a a capsule of empty syringes and you're shrunk, you're in the you're in the back, you're basically the size of an ant. And you you basically solve the mystery as to what happened to yourself and what's going on in the backyard because there's a bunch of scientific experiments that are happening and you find different scientific research labs that are happening, whether it's in one of the big trees or something like that. And so, yeah, so we're going to be playing that tonight. I'm super excited to play this because I enjoy survival games and getting into getting to play survival games with people i think is the best way to play survival games playing by yourself can be fun sometimes but definitely playing with other people you get the most out of it yeah no yeah it's uh the yeah xbox has or microsoft is releasing like it's what they call a game preview which yeah. is i guess early access well, yeah so it's it's called or well they call it game preview but steam calls it early access and so basically the game's not finished but you can basically it's kind of what they did with subnautica they released subnautica in early access and then as the months go by they added more and more things to it whether it's increasing the map or adding things onto the map to where you you get to experience something new when you jump back into the game and then they'll add on to the story too so everything that they add to the game they're going to put the story into what they're adding as well and so right now i don't know how long the story goes but basically you're not going to play the full game i don't know when they plan on fully releasing the game but from just going off of how long games stay on early access on steam it's probably going to be a while it probably won't be till maybe i'd say winter season that this game is fully released um yeah i can see that um, which is i mean which is another argument that a lot of people basically talk about is should games be placed in early access or should people wait until the game's fully ready to to come out because when you play a game in early access and you play it for i don't know 10 15 hours where you're just doing whatever you want you basically you basically get out of the game whatever you're going to get besides the story and so 
that was the problem with me for Subnautica when I played it in early access is when it fully released, I didn't really care to go back to it because I've already experienced all I wanted to with Subnautica. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I think if you're going to release CS something in early access, I mean, it either just needs to just be a demo, right? Just to kind of give people a taste or, or just don't do it at all. Because mm -hmm. yeah, like, depending on what you're giving into early access, what you're showing off and what you're allowing people to do and what you're limiting people. I mean, like you said, yeah, people can just play the early access and be like, cool, I've, I've got my time out of it and I'm good with it. And I mean, unless they come out and release something like super crazy and different, right. That completely changes up the gameplay, like something to draw people back. Mm -hmm. um, early access, I would think is definitely a risk. Um, I I just feel like demos. I feel like just people should just do demos. Um, I mean, demos used to be super popular. Now I don't really feel like you know game demos. Well, demos are... have turned into early access. Yeah, and I think it should just go back to demos. I think for a game, if you if you want people to kind of if you if you're releasing early access to help get feedback, that's fine. I think that's that's a good way to do it. Um, but just do a demo. Just do a lim a very much limited you know, playthrough. Um, well, I think, something that, that I think it's a good taste. point that you made with feedback because early access, they basically put all the feedback onto whoever's playing it so that they could make their game better, which I think is a good thing. Absolutely. I mean, like, you know, like the, the developers, right. They've, they've put in the effort into making this game and, but they want to make sure it's what players want, right? Like they've, they came up with the concept, they came up with the creative side of it, and they developed it based off of, like, you know, the general idea and architecture of the game. But, um, but yeah, the people playing it, I mean, like, it can be as simple as, like, hey, like, it, this doesn't feel fluid, or it can be, like, this whole idea right here is just completely stupid, right? Like, like so, I don't know, it's a good way to kind of get feedback. Um, but then you get into the argument of, like, you know, well, how much power should the players have when it comes to developers creating a game, right? Like, what? That, <laughs> that's a that's a whole another topic of discussion that's going to take. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like with early access, you're risking that kind of stuff. Like well, you're, but... risking, you're risking for feedback. You're risking also people just losing interest in your game altogether. Yes, and well, I, I think it's I think it's a good balance of. If somebody really likes the early access, they're going to get the full game. Yes. And I think people who may not be attuned to a specific genre of video games that try it out just to try it out and then they don't like it, yeah, they're probably not going to come back to it. But being able to get feedback and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that the players have the power over the plot, but when it comes to early access, they do they definitely have the power of how the gameplay is attuned to help the player. Whether the game's too hard, then people give feedback of, yeah, this game's too hard, I get I get one shot. And or it's there's a specific bug in a specific area that I fall through the map. Or maybe it's a specific bug with crafting. You know, they definitely wanna because I I guess maybe the team's not big enough to be able to get a bunch of play testers to play through the game thoroughly. And I think that's another thing with open world games is that it's easier to do early access on open world games because you can't cover the whole ground. And so bringing it to early access means that you have more quote unquote play testers not being paid, but they're, they're going around and they're finding the bugs for you so that you can attune those. I, I, I think there's a lot of good coming from doing early access but i think the 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 one con that's in big bold letters is how well can you keep the attention of the audience yeah no i see what you're saying yeah um no i don't yeah i don't disagree with you on that i don't know i i'm i mean we're gonna check it out tonight and i mean we'll give you know we'll give you guys a listener it's like a feedback kind of analysis on what we think of the early access game preview whatever you want to call it next week um but i will say i'm excited for it uh survival games are fun mm -hmm. so all right moving on um last but not least 
uh, yeah, the the big the big Kahuna of the what Xbox showcase. For. Halo Infinite. Hmm. Did you see all the all of the the audience that were getting really mad at um, getting really mad at Infinite for the graphics? What was wrong with the graphics? I, I didn't I didn't read into it. I just thought it was a little little baloney. But one of the articles I saw on my front front page of the news is that a lot of critics were talking about just that the well I actually when the first cinematic of the of the uh, the pelican crashing that looked that looked pretty bad in graphics I'm not gonna lie uh, I think the water par- particles and just the the resolution of the terrain through the pelican looked pretty bad especially for a game that's probably in, been in development for five or six years I don't know uh, I mean, I don't think it's been five years since Halo Five came out. It's got to be at been. least. It's got to be at least four, right? Three or four. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess the cinematic looked a little funny, but as far as the gameplay, I thought it looked great. I didn't have any issue with it at all. It's been five. Oh, it has been five. Yeah. Wow, it's been that long. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Uh, yeah. The well, aside from the cinematic, there were a lot of great introductions that they had what really threw me off was that grappling hook i mean it was i don't know if they took that directly from doom but (laughs) basically (laughs) you just grappled and reeled right into him yeah i the moment i saw it i it definitely kind of made me stopping like kind of like what (laughs) well i I mean is that halo uh, it is now yeah Um, now but but I don't know. After watching the like the ten minute like demo that they did, mm-hmm. um, I don't know the aspects like the different like ways you could use it. Whether it was just like, oh hey, I need to climb up there, or hey, I'm gonna grab this fuel cell and I'm gonna chuck it at the brutes, um, or I'm gonna hook a brute, a brute, and I'm gonna punch him in the face. I don't know. Like all of it was, as I watched the demo, I was like, okay, I could see this is gonna be a pretty cool tool. Uh, change up the combat just a little bit like i feel like they had to introduce something slightly new just something slightly new right because it's new halo you know and what they're trying to do with this right they're they're using this as the as the new kickoff point for whatever they're trying to do with halo well they're well they're saying this is the halo this is what you're going to be seeing for a while yeah i mean they're they're not talking about making sequels they're talking about just making this a, a service yeah, and so, which, we, yeah, we can dive into that in a second, but I don't know, I feel like if this is what, if, if you're going that big, right, like, you had to add something new, and I feel like the grappling hook was a subtle but good way to do that. So, gameplay, do you think it was, do you think it was, you think the gameplay was overall pretty good? It looks like Halo, and that's yeah. what people want. Mm-hmm. It, like, honestly, watching it, like, I didn't feel like I was watching, like, what Halo 4 and 5 look like. It felt like I was watching like Halo 1, 2, and 3. Like it felt... It, it felt... It had that nostalgic feel like looking at it. Um, well, it's just... I, the way... The way you can distinguish 4 and 5 to 1, 2, and 3 is the Halo rings. I mean, the Halo rings are big, luscious, you know, plant... I mean, lifelike areas that you play around and on this i don't know if they're on a halo ring or not but this is i mean this is big it's greenery it's open and it's not it doesn't look clustered or dark at all and i I think that's what really brings out halo is that vibrance yeah and uh they're on another arc uh at least that's what it looked like in the trailer uh which is these things make the rings or have the capability to make the rings. Um, and yeah, I mean, like you said, it looked, it looked like a halo game. Um, but besides the combat too, the combat, it looked, it looked clean. It looked smooth. Like all the other halo games have, um, you know, the new weapons look pretty cool. Uh, I, I do like how they, they just add on in better, what in better ways to the weapons that you already see. 
the assault yeah. rifle or the battle rifle or the needler. I don't know if the needler was showcased, but I don't understand the needler. Uh, but he picked up a plasma rifle or plasma pistol, one of the ones that like is iconic. Um, I can't remember which one he did now, but yeah, no, I thought the the like the new weapons looked really cool. Well, you I'm can actually see the bullets come out of the assault rifle. Yeah, <laughs> that did look good. Um, driving the warthog looked as uh, normal as it possibly could. Well, <laughs> like, it looked well. Yes, it, it, it's so much more clean than any of the other Halos. And then, I mean, enemies. I mean, we can talk about that. Like, so it's it's Covenant enemies, right? But they're known as the Banished. Um, which those that sect was well, yeah. So they so there uh, were the there were the elites from before and i guess they were the ones that were the 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 elite combat for the covenant and then now the banished are being the quote-unquote elite combat for the for the covenant right no so the banished uh the main villain or the banished were introduced in halo wars 2 and what they are the leader of that his name is atrox um he became so uh extremist like he uh he like betrayed the prophets um and he was seen as such like a oh, what's the word i'm looking for like such a zealot like people like some people like really agreed with his philosophy right so like he just like half the covenant like left with him and they became known as the banished okay um and so he's not affiliated with the covenant at all um other than that they came from the covenant uh but the villain that they introduced in the in the trailer um he's just one of like one of the big like war chiefs so he's not even the main um like he's not the head leader of the banished um he's just one of the war chiefs that they're like introducing one like one of his generals um but just the fact that it's no longer it doesn't look like you're fighting forerunners like it was in four and five it's gonna be fighting good old-fashioned brutes elites jackals are you gonna be fighting elites or uh well yeah and at least in halo wars 2 there were elites i didn't didn't see elites in the trailer i might have i might just be pulling from halo wars 2 then but all in all brutes jackals grunts like it's gonna feel like a good old-fashioned halo game and i think that'll be good enemies wise um because they're they're comfortable they're you're used to them they're familiar but at the same time it's a different enemy mm-hmm. in the in a different way um speaking of the brutes and the grunts uh grunts are always funny great little enemies to fight and now the brutes can throw them at you <laughs> yeah talk about the suicide grunts now it's the super suicide grunts that is I forget the skull name, right? For the one where they inter- increase the uh, the, the grenades. Yeah, the number of grenades that get launched. Mm-hmm. So I, I wonder if like that skull is gonna be like increase the number of grunts that get launched at you or something. Did they have skulls in Halo Four and Five? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, if they did, I never played with them. I only remember, I only did the skulls on like Halo Three. Hmm. But. Uh, let me. I'll do that. Look that up real quick. Yeah, sorry, um, I didn't see Cortana. Yes, there are skulls. Skulls. Um. Yes. So, uh. Did you you played four, but you didn't play five, right? I played four with you, but it was a while ago. Okay. Well, so Cortana kind of became the antagonist. Uh. She's just suicidal that's the that's the whole story of halo it's not about defeating the flood or the covenant it's about cortana being suicidal well she's rampant which means like her uh her programming is reached way past its limit of what it's allowed and so well yeah she's reaching a point of um just critical overload yeah um but she's a different AI in that she was infused with actual human DNA. Um, specifically the person that created uh, Master Chief. Um, so she... In, in the, that was Dr. Halsey was her name. And mm-hmm. she was already a little bit... 
extreme in her ideology for research and stuff like that when it came to the forerunners and having that infused into cortana i think is part of the reason why cortana kind of goes off on that uh peace through superior firepower which is her motive in five um she really buys into the carry a big stick philosophy um so i don't know it looks like the end of halo five uh I mean, I, just, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody else, but, like, essentially, like, there's a big time gap between the end of 5 and beginning of 6. Um, so we don't know what happened to Cortana. Uh, yeah, it looks like you don't know what happened to anybody, but it looks like the galaxy went to war again, and Master Chief is waking up at the end of it. Um, and... But what I had read was uh, in the first trailer that they revealed with that, that Pelican pilot pulling Chief from space and waking mm-hmm. him back up, um, there was an article on PCGamer.com where there's like a flash moment where Master Chief's uh, visor, it like loads up, right? And it flashes like red. Um, and in that moment, there was a uh, a QR code. Um this so was somebody in the the trailer. This was in the trailer. Yeah, if you read this PC Gamer article, it it tells you right there that like so somebody put it together and it took them to a like a website like a URL, and all it is is just an audio file. And so I listened to it and, um, essentially I don't remember. It wasn't really relevant what was said, but it was Cortana's voice. Um, so it looks like she's in the game. Considering that this is the end of their trilogy, 343s for 4-5 and then now Infinite, mm-hmm. and making her such a big part, I would hope that she was in the game. Um, but it looks like they're kind of leaving that a mystery for now. They just kind of gave that small little hint for the person that, you know, for people who were able to find it, um, that she is in the game. But as for what's going on, I have no idea. Yeah, 343 also confirmed that they're definitely not doing a Battle Royale for Halo. I don't, I mean, do you, are you, I feel like battle royales are all the thing right now. And I wouldn't have been surprised if Halo had one, but I don't, I, I wouldn't have been I, mad though. I wouldn't. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have been mad either, but I don't really, I think it's fine. Um, I, Halo, a Halo battle royale definitely would have been interesting. Um, I think they could bring some new some new gameplay types to the battle royale scene from halo and they might i mean considering that this is supposed to be the the end all be all quote unquote for a while right maybe after a while they'll be, they'll they'll release a battle royale for it um they insisted but maybe they'll change their mind yeah i don't know we'll see i mean i mean they're they're putting a lot of time and you know planning and prepping for the future of this so they're gonna have to be fluid um, you know, willing to adapt to kind of what people are wanting and expecting, I think. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just this game looks great. Just, yeah. Well, uh, three three four three started to bring a lot of RPG elements to Halo, such uh, as I've, well, like, I believe they talked about, about weapon weapon upgrades, mm-hmm. armor upgrades. Do you, I mean, do you think that's good for Halo, or do you think just going straight forward? I mean, if this game's going to be a, a game-as-service type of game, then I, I would I would understand putting that into the game. It's, it just seems like extra steps to Halo, bringing all this into it. Yeah, and it, maybe it won't be as complicated. I was thinking about it. I mean, if you think, if you remember back to like ODST, there wasn't like upgrades and stuff like that, but the whole, the whole story took place in just a giant open world map that you could just walk around, and then you would go to each story mission. Um, and I feel I think that's the idea here. I think that you know, like the arc or wherever you're at on the arc, like you'll get to explore it, but then you'll, I think some of like, some of the missions will be 
part of the open world area and then i think other parts you know you'll only be able to access as a mission area Mm -hmm. um i don't know they only showed that one section of it looking like that was like part of the open world where he was destroying the uh the anti-aircraft guns the different guns yeah um i don't know i think it's good i don't think that they're going too out there right um i think weapon upgrades and uh and equipment upgrades, I think that's fine. Uh, I think that's a good way to kind of, again, introduce something that people are familiar with. Um, but not making it too complicated. But they didn't really show us that, so I, I can't really say it has, if it is going to be a problem or not. Um, I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. Um, 343 said that they're going to be bringing Forge mode back. <laughs> good old Forge. Forge <laughs> I love it, dude. You That's, can do all sorts of stuff with that. That is the creative. That is the peak of creativity for Halo. Oh, absolutely. I mean, people like at first it started as just like you know you could. The idea was you just make bases, right? People would just build like different, but then it turned into like. Uh, they make game modes out of it. I think. Yeah, is, like is that racing. how the infection game mode came to be? No, infection. I think was always a game mode. Um, but I'm talking about like people who created like racing tracks or uh, like or the ones where you have to get to the end, but somebody's like standing in the center. Well, like I, I remember, I remember that one of the Forge modes that somebody created ended up being an actual game mode in multiplayer. I don't remember which one it was, but oh, was it uh, gra- was it the Gravity Ball? What was oh, it where they used the gravity hammers to hit the balls. I think and so. Try and score I a goal. That was a game. Yeah, that I, might have been it. I think that was it because you were in that giant. Um, you were in that giant room, right? Like that, just that in the sand tomb area. Mm-hmm. I think that's. I can't remember it now. We'd have to do some a little bit more research. Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't forged back in this. I think is going to be good, especially with how powerful the right the xbox is going to be now like the potential for what people can create will be so much better um and so much higher um i remember somebody created helm's deep because you could like if you remember you could like file share off of halo 3 you could like download people's maps that so they created helm's deep yeah yeah i remember downloading one uh someone created helm's deep like they had like the ramp right that you can go up there was uh-huh. the wall um yeah, I always thought that was pretty cool. So, like, people can, like, do stuff like that or make up their own, like, brand new games. Um, I also read that uh, the story, uh, like, the campaign, is going to be bigger and longer than the past two Halo games combined. So you're definitely going to get your money's worth. Yes. Um, that was the words that, you know, that 343 said. They said that it's going to be bigger than the last two campaigns so four and five put together is what they said um which i think it's good i mean you know you'll get you'll get your money's worth out of the story for sure um just halo overall just kind of does everything well story multiplayer um do you think 343 did a good job taking the reins after bungie yeah i mean uh i know that I don't know the names of people, but I know some Bungie people were the ones that made or were a part of 343 when it started up. Um, so there has been some Bungie influence in the sense of the people who, like, you know, they were part of the team originally and then they carried over. Creative team. Um, and I think uh, I think 343's tried to experiment. Uh, 4 was kind of like, you know, a way to kind of... They picked up the story right where it left off. Um, and I think that was good. They didn't try to come in and change things up. They just were like, cool, like, this is where, like, this is where Master Chief was at. Let's pick up there, and then we'll move forward. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as story, I mean, they kind of dove more into the Forerunner stuff, which makes sense, because at the time, at the moment, like, there wasn't really any Covenant, because the war was over. Um, I think 343 has done well, story-wise. Uh, 5 was a little bit, I would say, out there, as far as experiment-wise. Like you you played as Master Chief, but then they introduced like a whole other Spartan team. Um, which, uh, which was cool, I think. Uh, I think people 
I think people liked it. I don't think it really was like super popular, but I don't really think people really had a like, huge issue with it. It didn't like break Halo Five because of it. Do you think Halo? Do you think the future of Halo should be centered still on on Master Chief or moving on to something else? Right now, I think Master Chief Master Chief just has the reputation of surviving, and I think people are okay with that. Um, I think. I think eventually it would be okay to move on. Like if, whether that's just making Master Chief like a legend that maybe pops up in games here or there, or like whether it's actually officially killing him off. Um, but I think as of right now, I don't think people are tired of the idea of Master Chief as the hero. Um, I think that's kind of what they, I think that's kind of what they wanted to do with five, uh, but was kind of test that idea out. At least that's my idea, my theory. Um, but I still think people people like Master Chief and they don't want him to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, at least right now. We'll see maybe at the end of Halo Infinite when they're done doing all their stuff with it if people feel the same way. But um, I feel like 343 did a good job just like in the same kind of way that um, uh, the Coalition did with Gears, right? Like they introduced new stuff, but they kept it tied on to like the old right mm-hmm. um like they did justice to what came before and are creating and adding on and i think 343 is doing the same thing i'm surprised that microsoft didn't at least give a hint towards a new gears game um well that probably won't come out until next year they released that Gears Tact. What's that game called? It was Gear like a Tactics. Ta- yeah, Gear Tactics. Um, which was kind of like a, I guess like a filler, right? Just to kind of give people a little bit of like, hey, here's some more gears while we're working on six. Right. Um. But, yeah, I guess uh, I probably Microsoft was, you know, Halo is big enough on its own, right? Um. I think uh, I think they're probably saving gears for another. For the next um, big game showcase that they have, because um, Halo was the one, like you said, that carried this one. Not not that it really like they had a lot of other good games, but everybody was really excited and interested in what what Halo Infinite was going to be. Um, and so that's why people really tuned in for this one. And I feel like Gear Six probably is going to be like that for the next one, uh, the next showcase that they do. Most definitely. But yeah, if if you want to see the full list of games that were announced for this is mo i guess this is kind of this was kind of a a showcase for games pat game pass but there's about 26 some some other games that weren't talked about Watch Dogs is going to be on there there's a new hello neighbor 2 uh there's ori and the will of the wisp forza state of the decay 3 and ever wild yeah, was Ever, one. yeah, Everwild, that's a rare game. And then Stalker 2, I think those were some of the the other games we didn't talk about today, but there's a whole list of them. You can find them on it, either IGN or Screen Rant. But yeah, that's that's all we've got for you guys today. If you would like to, to reach us, our email is podcastpve at gmail.com. Hit us up. Tell us what you'd like to hear. We'll yeah. say well said thanks for listening guys we'll catch you on the next episode take care take care bye